1: to connect with Community Waikato on Free FM eighty nine point zero. I am Holly Snape from Community Waikato and we're uh celebrating um brain injury month this month and to do that uh we had a series of conversations last week and this week are uh, doing that again and I have in the studio with me Greg today. How are you Greg? Yeah, good. So thanks for coming in and joining me. Um, We're gonna have a chat about um, Greg's experience. Greg's um, connected as well with Brain Injury Waikato who we work with very closely as Community Waikato, a fantastic organisation. And um, Greg's gonna share with us his own experiences. So, you know, Greg, I wanted to ask, you know, from your perspective, what what has sort of happened that's brought you to this point? What was your story?
2: So the end of 2007, Um, I was hit by a car. Um, Basically, I died on site. I was resuscitated by a firefighter that was nearby. Um, Lucky he was there. Mm. And um, I was rushed to Palmerston North Hospital, where I was at the time. And um, I was in a coma for over a week. Wow. yeah, it was the worst Christmas of 2007 for my family. Oh,
1: it was at Christmas time as well. Around Christmas time, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can absolutely imagine. But um, that is truly terrifying that you actually died on site, and <laughs> um, yeah, just shocking for everybody. So, so you you ended up um, you ended up in a coma for a week. Do you yep. have any recollection no. of any of that time?
2: Nothing at all. No, I was in um, hospital for. Uh, Two months, two or three months, um, and then into a brain injury rehab place for five months. I only remember one month. So wow! I've, so I've lost half a year of my life.
1: Yeah, that is quite amazing. Do you know if that's relatively common?
2: Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, just the brain is not. Yeah. <laughs> accepting anything, it's just trying to recover.
1: Yeah, and actually, I think that's a that's a really good point because the brain has so many different functions, eh? like I mean it helps you breathe you know oh, make yeah. sure your heart goes it does it does everything yes, in your body yes. so it's gonna give up I suppose those other things first before it gives up um those vital yep. activities so memory is probably not nearly as important but but boy it makes a big difference doesn't it yeah definitely so um so you were you, you talk about being in a um, brain injury facility is that is that around here is that in Auckland or no no
2: it's here in Hamilton um it's actually quite nice to connect with some other people that are going through a similar journey um because there's like you talk to your friends and family but they just don't understand like someone who's gone through it or is going through it they can talk to you it's so much better with someone who's going through it they can I th- understand everything
1: it's a really good point you know when we spoke last week um that that sentiment was echoed mm. very common that that idea of i remember talking um specifically to um see now my memory's gone <laughs> it's so silly oh, wow. um um no not to william to um to Steve about right. um you know his experiences that way and that difficulty with his his employers not really understanding what yep. was going on. And of course when you don't understand yourself, you know, there's so much of a frustration. So being able to share with others who are in a similar space, I can imagine, oh, yeah. you know, that is really important. Oh, it's it's
2: good, it's very good to talk to people who understand exactly what your issues yeah. are. And
1: yeah, um, but they can be really different, can't they, for everybody, those, you know, how it sort of um, plays out for everyone. Um, in in the initial um, sort of recovery stage for you, what were some of the key, I suppose, symptoms of the head injury? Because they're invisible in many ways, aren't they? You know. Oh
2: yeah. Um, it's strange to say, but I had to relearn how to walk. I had to relearn how to talk. I didn't talk for a couple of months. Wow. Not a word. Yeah. But that was obviously the time I was in hospital, and everything was, and you know, I lost a lot of weight. Um, mm. Got down to. Uh, I want to say about 20 k's less than I am now.
1: Mm. And you're not a big guy now.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. You tell, so. my, you
2: tell my wife that. <laughs> I'm not little, but
1: it's, it's all right. Um, I mean, that, that is that is very scary. So so you didn't have a physical injury stopping you from walking, though? Um,
2: I had the ligaments in my left knee had been broken, so the stability of my left knee was not that great, but otherwise I was okay.
1: Yeah. Had you been employed prior to the accident?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I was employed with Fonterra at the time.
1: Yeah, and how like, how do you manage in that situation? What does an employer do when you've had such a catastrophic injury?
2: Uh, they they tried to get me back. Um, they got me back into working. I was just doing data entry. Yeah. Um, did that for a couple of months but in the end me and them are just like, No, nah, it's it's not working so they yeah. They got rid of me.
1: And I think that's that whole thing about how important that recovery time actually is. That you need oh, yeah. you need real time to recover.
2: Yeah, it takes a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I because mean, 'cause we're talking for you two thousand and seven, so you know, that's been um a significant period of time. Yep. And can we talk about what you've seen change in that time with regard to your recovery?
2: Um, I would like to say I'm improved a lot, but talk to people that are very close to me and say I'm still very forgetful, very, um, yeah. I I still have issues mm. with, with memory, the big thing you tell me five things now I remember three if you're lucky oh yeah
1: yeah see so we um we talked to William about that too um last week and, and he said the same thing one of the one of the things they um would test them on was you know yeah. five things and then the next day ask how many you could remember yeah um so that sounds like a relatively common yeah, yeah, test. yeah it, is, it is yeah to be honest I'd I'd be worried about how I might do on that but I, I know, yeah, I can I can imagine exactly what it is you're saying and, and that's hard again because it is invisible, people don't see it.
2: Yeah, it's annoying because I used to be um, <laughs> very intelligent, I was ducks in my high school, got mm. first class honours with my biochemical engineering degree, I was 90% finished my masters and then I was hit wow. by the car. So. I had passed enough of my masters that they awarded it to me, um, but I wasn't able to use it, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine how frustrating that is, Um, but it's still a massive achievement.
2: Huh, yeah, I was going to say, the first in my family, now my sister has it as well, so I'm no longer...
1: No, (laughs) no longer the only one, but but you were the trailblazer, Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, so that's fantastic. Um, you, you talked about um, learning to, to speak again and yeah. learning to walk again. I mean, speaking again is quite... Um, d- did you find, did it come at once or did it take a while to actually form <laughs> words?
2: Here's the thing, I don't remember. I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but yeah. like I said, a couple of months gone, absolutely mm. nothing. Which is good because that was the time in hospital and I don't want to remember that. And yeah,
1: yeah. And your brain's recovering during that time, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, When you went to the next place, what sort of things did they do to support you um, around your recovery?
2: So I went to Phoenix, which was called at the time, um, the Brain Injury Rehabilitation Center. Um, They had therapists come see me most days, I think every day, and they were just trying to work through a plan. Yeah. Uh, just trying to help me out.
1: And you were there, for, did you say, for five months? Yeah.
2: I was in that place for five months. I only remember one,
1: so. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, from there, once you're discharged from that service, where do you go? Is there, is there something else, or is it kind of no, over? No, well,
2: they, they visited me at home. Oh, yeah. So, they, they were still getting therapy as such. Um... Yeah, from the house that I moved to. Mm. But my, my partner at the time was a big, um, I guess, care of me. She looked after me.
1: Yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Those people are important in your life, eh? Yeah. So um, we talked just briefly off-air about, you know, it being, you know... Th- Using tools and things to support you as you walk through this, because everyone experiences this differently.
3: Yep. So,
1: I just want to ask you if if somebody came to you and said, um, "What did you do that helped?" or you know, what's one piece of advice you would give? What would that be? Uh,
2: my one piece of advice would be keep a diary, write things down because you will forget. Yeah,
1: um,
2: and it just it helps you with a. Baseline to say this is what I did last week. This is what I did the week before. Because honestly, yeah, the memory is not that great, and diaries do help.
1: If you go back to your diary, so you don't think, oh, what did I, what did I need to do, or what had I done? Does the memory come back when you read about it? Usually, Yeah. yeah and that I would think would be therapeutic in itself oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. yeah yeah so keeping a diary I think that's a really really good idea do you do that as checklists or do you do you actually like make a checklist in the morning and say I need to do these things or do you keep a diary as in this is what happened with me today
2: um obviously over time it's changed I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a I'm not so thorough with the diary now um I should be but I don't mm. um I tend to just write bullet points um mm. like I went to Tahanga this weekend I went to and went to the um went for a swim in the beach like just yeah. very vague um just bullet points just yeah. to give a story I and mean, then usually usually that'll trigger what I, what I've done. happened
1: yeah, yeah yeah I think that's a really cool piece of advice um yeah, for for any well, for many of us as well. But but certainly, I can see how that's part of a therapeutic journey. Yep. Yeah. You um you have connected with Brain Injury Waikato Trust. Yep. Yeah. When did you connect with them?
2: Oh, early on. Um, i want to say about twenty
1: ten. Oh, so yeah, so you've been uh, you know they've been uh, with you for. 12, yeah. 12 years yeah, or so. Yeah, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, a
2: long time, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And what have you found helpful about them as an organisation?
2: Like I said, it's nice to talk to people that understand. Um, they can give you solutions as well on what they think that have worked for them. Um, it's just good to talk to people who have mm. gone through a similar or are going through a similar issue that you are.
1: yeah. And of course you're in a position to help others who are new um, yep, on their yep, journey yep, yep, definitely, yeah, yeah, I think that 's really powerful um look that's we 're about halfway through and we 're going to still catch up with Stefan as well, so I do want to say thank you so much for yep. chatting with us today about that, and of course, um just giving our listeners a heads up if you are interested in. Um, getting some support from and and you know any level of um, brain injury these guys are extremely knowledgeable and helpful and there are great people like Greg around that will um, be there as a support for you as well so do reach out to them um, brain injury wakato we're going to take a short break uh, listen to a bit of Blondie when we come back hopefully we'll be having a chat with Stefan you're listening to connect with community Waikato on free FM 89.0. I'm Holly Snape here and I've got with me now Stefan. How are you Stefan?
0: Yeah, yeah, good. Nice to cool off with a shower. Yes, yes, look at I'm so pleased <laughs> that you- conditions. Yes,
1: exactly. <laughs> and I'm pleased you could join us today um, on the phone. Um, we've been talking about Brain Injury um, Awareness Month and um, had four people very kindly share their story and, and I appreciate, um, Stefan, your willingness as well to share with us um, what's happened for you and, and hoping we can start with a bit of background about, you know, w- what is your story? Um, for me,
0: back, I I was finished school and did university and then did work with that for a year and went off travelling around the world for two years um, I then got invited to pole-to-pole training in Vancouver mm. and the idea was going from the North Pole to the South Pole by manpower only, no machines, wow. don't ban accommodation, do everything completely natural. They invited 60 people on to test our skills, test our theory and basically select 20 of us to do it. I got selected and then they said they hadn't really organised it but because we passed the test, well we can plan where to go, when's that, how long to take. And then sort of from there, we we're doing what we could to, to figure that. Went skiing at Whistler. Mm-hmm. End of the second day, I slipped on the ice, fell off a 12-meter mm-hmm. cliff, landed on my head on a rock. <sighs> how? Broke my head to nine pieces. And so it's sort of, you know, the equivalent of getting bashed with a sledgehammer. Yeah. what that does to you.
1: I, like, how are you even still alive? That that is. Well,
0: in, in theory, I shouldn't. No. But I am. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there's there's always, you know, that what what is supposed to happen, what is normal, and then there's other. And I yes. tend to always fit the other category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through being half Swiss, half New Zealand, uh, sort of, it's just a another different aspect.
1: Yeah, wow, that that is um, that is quite incredible but and still devastating. For me, even
0: then, you know, that's just what it took to to damage me. But then I was in, taken in the helicopter to the hospital when they put a track under me through to feed me and breathe for me, put me on an ice bed to... Basically, get as close to killing me as possible to slow down and stop their reaction.
1: Oh, and and the brain. Mm.
0: uh, After 19 days, I could breathe again, so they took the breathing cave out. After nine weeks, my blood pressure had gone back to semi normal again, and they put the bones back in my head, came back to New Zealand, and I, about two weeks after I got back to New Zealand, had the MRSA superbug.
3: Oh, no. Had a
0: seizure, collapsed. Um, And, yeah, I got taken to hospital again. And because the bones that had been taken out of my head were stored not clean, Ah. so the virus was brewing there,
1: Wow. basically.
0: That's what, putting those bones back in my head, is what put me in that position.
1: Wow. Wow. And so
0: I've had both the initial injury and then that is a sort of aftermath of it,
1: too. Yeah. And so
0: then I had to sort of wait to, they took the bones out of my head, had to wait to figure it's going to be with metal or plastic or what, and turns out they put my head, the left third of my head is now plastic.
3: Mm.
0: So I'm partly, partly bone, <laughs> partly partly plastic. semi <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bionic Man.
1: It is, it's well, that, yeah.
0: <laughs> but for me too, at the start I didn't know who I was. I couldn't see properly, I couldn't hear properly, I didn't know colours and shapes. Knife, fork, spoon, it was all gone, like back to square zero.
1: Is that something you remember or is that something you've been told?
0: Um, I remember little snippets of when we first arrived back in New Zealand in a plane. Mm. In, and and when, when the plane landed, I, we were back. And then I remember when I was walking around in the hospital and i couldn't walk by myself i had to hold on to either dad's shoulder or walk holding onto the wall or something like that um i remember when i went to this recovery place at phoenix and i was hungry but i didn't know how to say that and so mm. i was just sort of i'd, I'd mumble like
3: the
0: but they just think it's me in mumbly mode you know like it's 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 good to with people who can actually see into and know what you're actually trying to communicate or what you do actually need or sometimes even I wasn't aware of what I needed or how to do it I just knew
1: mm, something needed something right. yeah yeah absolutely
0: but again a lot of it is partly through I remember this like that but then people tell me stuff and so it becomes I'm seeing it I remember it but more through the story, it sort of it puts my little bits of memory, puts it into a bigger picture.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: The sniff that I get turns into a bigger <laughs> sort of, it, my, my memory is like evolving.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: I can imagine. And also the fact that it's 15 years ago now, you know, like my, my memory of it at the time is different to, you know, like my, my perception of it is changing with time. As well.
1: So over those 15 years, have you, like, how has your recovery progressed or changed?
0: At the start, I didn't know how to do things. I didn't know how to learn. I had, I'd, mm. I'd be shown colours and shapes and knife, fork, spoon and stuff like that, but I just couldn't hold it in my head. You know, like within minutes, within an hour, within a few days, a week, it was gone.
3: Yeah.
0: So I had to learn how to remember and then learn how to think and then learn how to, to put that into practice. Physically, I could move around, so people could only see my physical side, but not my mental side.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: I had p- two people who were caring for me, um, and they had this sort of ideas of what they can try to teach me, and nothing would come from it. they give me homework, but I wouldn't recall what that was when they came next time. Um, and they had, I think it was a 14-month program t- for me to learn with, and for the first about five months, nothing came, and then it was within about two weeks, it's like I turned on and activated and started progressing, and suddenly, after about a- another month, I'd gone through there 14 months. Did you... So it's almost like something just doomed, doomed, turned me on.
1: And did you feel that change in you? Did you feel the shift? Um...
0: I don't know how much I remember from before it because I couldn't really remember. Mm. As in, I, someone would say something and I hear it and I know what they mean, but yeah. the next time I didn't recall that they said that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But there's the kind of thing that because it was me, always that was my situation, so I could see it. But I think other people saw me change more than I did. It mm. was always just me. Other people could see my patterns change, and you know certainly early on, I went from knowing nothing to, to knowing everything yeah. you know in a sense of what they 're trying to teach me yeah quickly but it, it took like I said, it took quite a while before that started
1: yeah. so what have you done what, what have you done to um, support your own sort of healing? Have you got any tools or advice that you 'd give to others
0: i I generally like to just move. It's nice to move the body and have the general blood flow. Good to be outside. Good to have the fresh air, hear the nature. Um, But I think, too, don't worry about what you can't do. Mm. Just just do the little bits you can. And what can seem like a mission to start with, what seems impossible, can be like a mountain. It can be a wall. It can be a, a big obstacle. You turn into a little staircase and it becomes easier. And once you've taken a few steps, then you're making progress. Yeah. And it's good, it's good to be aware of what you can't do, but don't focus on what you can't yeah. do.
3: Yeah. Think
0: yeah. about what you want to learn. You know, focus on the, the positive side of what you can't do. It gives you more chance to learn. It's almost like, for me, the less I know, the more I can learn.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
0: yeah. other people think the less they know, the worse it is. But yeah. for me, it's, it's another chance, you know. It's, it's
1: an opportunity.
0: And mm. don't, don't try to be who you were before you can be if you want but find out who you want to be now,
1: uh, now and really, now that's a feeling yeah. you know
0: what you want to do now and again that will change with time too yeah what you feel like one week one month one season will change you know it, it's a, it's like you you are evolving the sense of who you were and who you're becoming you're not once you've got a brain injury you're not who you were before mm. you're different yeah and same way when I'm when I'm filling out forms and uh, saying you know what what have you done and what are your characteristics and stuff, I'm often just taking on the other because none of the ones that they do describe fit me.
3: Mm. Yeah,
0: but I was all, kind of always like that before anyway. So I, it's not it's not like it's a totally new thing for me. But it's just it's nice to to realise that and know that there are others like that too.
1: Yeah. No that I think that's really powerful. We've only got a minute left. Yeah. So in the last minute if there was one thing you could say to somebody who's just starting this journey now, what would what would it be? The
0: other thing I'll say for me, music was a big part of it. I couldn't do things, I couldn't say things, I couldn't write or something, but music I could. I could just play the guitar and and when I hear songs it brings stuff back to that, it brings feelings. So just whatever it is that you like to do, go with that yeah whether it be music whether it be food whether it be going for a walk some whether it be whatever your pattern is if you can be doing some knitting
1: yeah find what you like to do yeah no i think that's it and
0: and find what your current like is don't don't try to be what you were before
1: it's a very very good piece of advice thank you so much stefan we're at the end of our time but Really appreciate what you're sharing with us today and um, would like to encourage any of our listeners to, to get in touch with Brain Injury Waikato if you do think they'll be able to help and support. Um, and thank you to all our guests for, for sharing their stories.